Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. How you doing? It's Tuesday, June the 12th, 2018. And some of the headlines here, sports. This is, I guess, the next best thing to the Toronto Maple Leafs playing for a Stanley Cup. The Marlies are playing for the Calder Cup tonight. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs fans can pretend this is maybe their future because you've got a team that's looking like the Leafs that has a almost similar logo. Yeah, they're blue is, and white. Yeah. You, you take your glasses off, stand uh, further back from the TV and squint. It'll look like the Toronto Maple Leafs are winning uh, the trophy. They've got a couple Leafs on the team right now. They're just down the road from the ACC, so maybe this is a sign of things to come. But the uh, Toronto Marlies are playing the uh, Texas Stars for the uh, Calder Cup right now. They're up three games to two. Game six is tonight at Rico Coliseum. And they could win the Calder Cup, which is uh, no small feat. They've got Andreas uh, Johansson on the team. Travis uh, Dermott is playing for them. They both ended the year with the Leafs. They've both been strong performers in the playoffs in the Calder Cup. So uh, it's 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 not the NHL, it's the AHL, but uh, it's a good it's a good uh, indicator for the future. It is in all seriousness. This is something for Leaf fans to get excited about. Look at Jim. He's just brimming over there. Bursting from the seams. (laughs) I just feel like there's not that much. Like, there's only a couple of guys who will ever make it up from the Marlies under the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it is is good news. I mean, it's not negative by any means, but I don't know if it necessarily means it's pushing us towards the Cup. Winning the Calder Cup does not mean, obviously, you're going to win the Stanley Cup, but you've got some guys like the Toronto Maple Leafs are in a position right now where they're probably going to lose James Van Riemsdyk, probably going to lose Tyler Bozak. Their defense was an issue in the playoffs. So if you have a guy like Travis Dermott, who's playing well in the AHL, played in the NHL uh, this season, that bodes well for the future. Andreas Johansson could be a replacement for James Van Riemsdyk. So if he's played well in the playoffs and he's had a bit of a taste in the NHL, it could bode well for the regular season for the Leafs next year because there will be changes to the roster. I like this quote from Donald Trump. This basically sums up the entire summit between him and Kim Jong-un. Trump, a couple hours ago, said that he trusts Kim Jong-un, and if he's wrong, hey, I may be wrong, I may stand before you in six months and say, hey, I was wrong. I don't know if I'd ever admit that, but I'll find some sort of an excuse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That could be the most honest thing that Donald Trump has ever said. And of course, he will now deny that he ever said that. The drama. It is. It's something we've never seen before. U.S. president sitting down with the leader of North Korea. The Tash Show podcast. It's crazy that this is real life. This is from Fox News. Uh, then you have Dennis Rodman arriving. Uh, you have this president who is doing foreign policy different than you've seen before, uh, shaking up the world kind of uh, in a different kind of way. And you have Kim Jong-un who arrives here with super security and brings his own toilet so that no one oh, really? can examine his excrement. <laughs> this oh is serious God. stuff here, and it's surreal. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Dennis Rodman is in Singapore with Trump and Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un brought his own toilet to the summit with him. A former North Korean official says that's not uncommon. Quote, rather than using a public restroom, the leader of North Korea has a personal toilet that follows him around when he travels. 
I hope it's not just some guy. I hope it's with his hands outstretched. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good news! You've been hired. <laughs> You're the supreme leader's new personal toilet. <laughs> Open up. (laughs) Quote, the leader's excursions contain information about his health status so they can't be left behind. They're worried that someone is going to go sewer diving for Kim Jong-un's poop so they can get some some insight into his... What's his secret? I mean, he looks like such a a healthy man. (laughs) (laughs) How can we be more like him? As far as we know, Donald Trump... Um, is just going to use the toilets in Singapore. But wouldn't be shocked if he did bring along one made of solid gold, baby. (laughs) Dennis Rodman, back to him. He was very emotional yesterday on CNN. It's, It's amazing. It's amazing. When I said those things, when I said those damn things, when I went back home, I got so many death threats. I got so many death threats when I was sitting there protecting everything. And I believed in North Korea. And when I went home, I couldn't even go home. I couldn't even go home. I had to hide out for 30 days. I couldn't even go home. But I kept my head up high, brother. I knew things were going to change. I knew it. I, I was the only one. I never had no one to hear me. I didn't know one had to see me. But I took those bullets, I took all that. I took everything, everyone came at me and I'm still standing. And today is a great day for everybody. Singapore, Tokyo, China, everything, it's a great day. Yes, he's, he's very emotional, very excited. He says that, uh, that Trump is his man. Obama turned his back on him after uh, he, he went and met with Kim Jong-un. Listen, it's, it's Dennis Rodman. <laughs> But but also like I feel for the guy. It's a great day in a sense, but it's not a great day for the people of North Korea. Kim Jong Un is still a vicious dictator. If you try to leave, you get shot in the back. Like, I, I this is a step towards the right direction. Possibly, possibly, possibly yeah. a step in the right direction. But also, it, it possibly compromises interests of the United States. Kim Jong Un has killed his own family members. Right. So back to the airport, uh, mysterious airport spray. Yeah, that was his brother. <laughs> He's killed his uncle, who was a longtime advisor. He was getting a little bit too power hungry, he thought. Rodman himself has admitted that Kim Jong un is probably a madman. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. This is so so it's, weird. It's good that we're at this place. You know, Trump deserves credit for getting these talks to this, to this juncture, but it is far from a guarantee. Check out this tweet. Donald Trump tweeted this May 7th, 2014. Dennis Rodman was either drunk or on drugs, delusional, when he said I wanted to go to North Korea with him. Glad I fired him on Apprentice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. They've obviously worked through it. Here is a text message we got early this morning from our good friend Gooch, who is a... He's a... To say he's a supporter of Donald Trump is an understatement. Gooch writes, Dennis Rodman spelt it all out with his heartfelt interview on CNN, telling us in tears that Obama turned his back on a brother and walked away from world peace like a selfish Rodman turned to Trump, who hugged him and listened and cherished his idea of world peace. That dream by Rodman came true last night. 
Obama and anti-Trump people are the worst human beings in the world. Wow. And Trump and Rodman are true heroes. When a black NBA champ- champion like Rodman loves you, you know the racist chants by the left must be false. What a great day for all humanity. Trump Rodman 2020. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, look out, Mike Pence. <laughs> Today is a great day for everybody. Singapore, Tokyo, China, everything. It's a great day. The Tash Show Podcast. Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, Some sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. The rural, rural, rep- rural report. There we go, bud. She sure is. Oh, yeah, bud. We like to check out what's happening in some smaller towns around London in the FM 96 listening area and beyond. And who better to do it than Mitchell Ontario's own Jim Kelly? Yes, Taz, couple stories for you here this morning, bud. Uh, starting here in Bloomfield, which is in the Chatham-Kent area. Okay, bud. You know... There's a nice thing you can have in the backyard, and it's called a pond, Taz. You wake up in the morning, you have a dart outside by the pond. It makes you feel like you're at the cottage a little bit, no no matter how small that pond is. You got the and Brook there in your backyard with the fountain. Not so much for this family in Bloomfield who woke up. Dad goes out for a smoke in the morning. Pond is gone. Somebody stole their pond? Somebody stole a three-foot pond that was buried two feet deep in the ground in the backyard. It contained a water fountain, some fish, and a six-year-old snapping turtle. So you take the pets as well. That's just not cool. Please say they're looking for somebody in your neighborhood who's acting fishy. (laughs) And if they are, they're probably guilty. (laughs) Sorry about that one, boys, but we're moving on here to Beaverton, which is only the slightly funny part of this story. This is a town called Beaverton in Ontario. 33-year-old mother in Beaverton is... Up for several charges after videos of her kid driving on her lap uh, surfaced online. And you know what's wrong with that? I do that exactly. And you know, even Alan Jackson wrote a song about the uh, that kind of uh, experience a young child goes through when they're growing up. A young boy, two hands on the wheel. I can't replace the way it made me feel when Daddy let me drive. Daddy let me drive. Oh, it's a great memory we all have. I used to do it up in Bayfield, Taz. But it was on a side road that was a that was 20 kilometers an hour, and I'd be six. The problem here is the child was three. Okay. It was on a highway. Oh, boy. They were driving 100 kilometers an hour. Neither was wearing a seatbelt, and the mother was operating a cell phone while the child was on her lap oh driving. Oh, God. So then she put her on Facebook and was like, ah! Whoa, so crazy. she was she was using the phone to videotape her driving a yeah. hundred kilometers an hour with her kid on her lap. Look how talented my daughter is. You think gymnastics is impressive? My daughter's <laughs> obeying the speed limit on Highway 69. Well, she's up for several charges, like I said. Careless driving, failing to wear a seatbelt, driving while a child passenger is not properly secured. Failing to provide the necessities of life, driving with a handheld communications device, and a DUI, a driving underage infant. Let's hear Alan Jackson write a song about that. (laughs) The Tash Show Podcast. We are playing fake news you choose this morning, and our contestant is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. 
So Jim and I are going to give you a headline. You guess whether or not it is a real news story or something that we have completely made up. If you get enough right, you're going to be a winner, okay? Okay. Starting with this one, headline reads, Brooklyn mom sues bus company for $7 million after daughter gets dropped off at wrong stop. Fake news, you choose. I think that's uh, real. It is real, and as a parent, that'd be terrifying. Yeah. $7 million terrifying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be. I mean, the kid was found safe. Uh, it was a mix-up because um, the bus driver apparently was asked by another parent to drop their kid off at a different stop, and the driver got the kids confused and mm. dropped uh, the mom's kid off at the wrong stop. $7 million. Yeah, I would make it go away. If I had a lawyer, I'd be that terrified. <laughs> it, it would be the worst. It would be the worst. But thank goodness the kid is okay. And mom may be cashing in here. Next one. A naked burglar with a rake gets beaten up by guy with hammer. Fake news, you choose. Um, true. It is true, wow. yes. <laughs> Happened in Florida, of course. Last week, a 26-year-old guy broke into a house. He was buck naked, he was drunk, and he was armed with a rake. Uh, He started waving the rake at the guy inside. Unbeknownst to him, that guy had a hammer and went on the offense, uh, beat him up pretty good. He was arrested. Everybody knows that when you play paper, rake, hammer, hammer always beats rake. (laughs) What was he thinking there? Next one here. Fake news you choose. Headline is, man tries to beat workplace drug test by using his dog's urine. Dog tests positive for crystal meth. Oh, um, sadly, I'm going to say true. No, that is fake. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... Yeah, that would be the ultimate karma there. I I guarantee somebody has tried to pass a drug test using their dog's urine, though. Probably. Probably didn't test positive for meth, but I guarantee some idiot tried. You've got fleas and rabies. (laughs) (laughs) You're not on drugs, but next one here, headline is, there's a new whiskey flavored with beaver anus. Fake news, you choose. Fake news. You're going fake? Are you sure? Yes, I'm going to go fake, hopefully. What? (laughs) That is true. There is a new whiskey uh, made by the Tamworth Distilling Company in New Hampshire. Limited uh, edition. It is flavored with beaver anal secretions. What? Whiskey is infused with castoreum, which is the oil that beavers have in little sacks by their tails. They use it to mark their territory. It's a pretty common food additive, apparently. I didn't know this. It's cheap, and it's a substitute for vanilla, strawberry, and raspberry. Okay, okay. If cigarettes need a warning label on them to say what's inside, I want to know if there's beaver anal secretions in my food. Well, here's the crazy part, Jim. At least in the United States, the FDA lets these companies list it as natural flavoring instead of <laughs> instead of putting beaver anal secretions on the label. Yeah, because I'm sure sales would go down. <laughs> natural flavoring. That is not fair. <laughs> it is natural, I guess. 
Uh, the distillery says that it exudes a leathery raspberry taste and really fortifies the whiskey flavors. It's going to be available for a limited time. Um, and they're calling it Water of Musk. Oh, my God. <laughs> a le- leathery raspberry looks like, sounds like what you'd see if you lifted a beaver's tail. That is the perfect description of a beaver's <laughs> anus. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. See you, Peacock. Peacock. You, Peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here. And hockey's done. Basketball's done. So we're talking about horse racing this morning. <laughs> Big kudos this morning to Justify, who pulled off the Triple Crown on the weekend. Uh, yeah, the 13th horse uh, to do it. and We've had to wait uh, three long years to see it. It's crazy how you can go from, like, what was it, 73 was the last time we had one before 2015 sure. as American Pharaoh? Uh, 73 or 78, one of those two. 73? 1973. Was the last time there was a Triple Crown winner. Before American Pharaoh in 2015. Right. So there's this huge, long break, and then we go three years between American Pharaoh in 2015 and Justify just over the weekend. Those drugs. Those <laughs> <laughs> horse steroids, dude. Steroids are a hell of a drug. They do have that in, in uh, horse racing, oddly enough. Are you, You're allowed to put horse steroids into your horse? No. You're not allowed? No. So there's pee testing. They they will test the horse to make sure it's, uh, it's running clean. Do you think that there are people who cheat? 100%. Yeah, I would think so, Jeez, too. Jeez, how big of a cup do you need for that pee test? Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this was an interesting story. I was watching the Belmont Stakes, which was the, the race that Justify won on the weekend to complete the Triple Crown. I was watching with some buddies, and we all put in some money. Everyone drew from a, a deck of cards, and whatever card number you got... That was your horse, and if that oh. horse won the race, then you got all the money. Obviously, the guy who got the ace, horse number one, Justify, was very excited. I got horse number six, Gronkowski, <laughs> and Gronkowski was not doing well at the start of the race, laughably far behind the pack, ended up very exciting, finished second, came around the inside and, and finished the race second. Now, yes, that horse is named... After New England Patriot Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> he's part owner owner of the horse, from I th- what I understand. I think so. And if, <laughs> he bet sixty nine. He was there, so he was at Belmont Stakes. He bet sixty nine dollars. Sixty nine <laughs> <laughs> on the horse. Which, of course, it's 69. I'm surprised his jersey number isn't 69. <laughs> he loves that number. There's a story that once during a high school basketball game, he missed a free throw shot on purpose just to keep the score at 69. What 69. a legend. <laughs> he bought Super Bowl tickets uh, for his buddies, 69 of his buddies. He's obsessed with the number 69. <laughs> 69 did work for Saturday, so it's, it was June uh, the 9th, so which is mo- the sixth month, ninth day, 69. And Should be a national holiday. Gronkowski, the horse, <laughs> was uh, 69 wa- to 1 odds to win. So 69 just worked perfectly for him on Saturday, apparently. Yeah. June the 9th should be a holiday. We'll call it opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> 69. <laughs> so on a $69 bet, Rob Gronkowski 
took home about $950, which to us would be amazing, especially since Dev and I are in the hole with our sports <laughs> gambling. But for an NFL player, it's it's more about the excitement of the race, I yeah. guess. You'd think, though, you're a millionaire. You'd put a little bit more down than 60 I know it's funny, but put down $369, and you could have got three times as much money. 369 isn't Gronkowski's favorite <laughs> number, okay. Jim. It wouldn't work. Put down $690. Okay, what if you put down... S- Sixty-nine twenty-four seven. Sixty-nine thousand two hundred forty-seven. Six thousand nine hundred and sixty-nine dollars. There you go. The real money, though, is with Justify. Justify is going to have the best life ever now because he's going to be retired to stud. Uh huh. And there are going to be all sorts of little Justifies all over the world, and his owners are going to make <laughs> millions of dollars <laughs> off of basically. You know what you just made me picture? <laughs> I think I can guess. <laughs> it's not a 69. It's close. Uh, justify out there in the field. 69. <laughs> <laughs> what are those horses doing to each other? The Tash Show Podcast.